0: Film fanatics. Film, fanatics. Film fanatics, from the silver screen to your earphones, with Alan Zulai and Gal Balaban. Welcome back to Film Fanatics, where we talk about the movies that have us obsessed, excited, and inspired. I'm Gal.
1: And I'm Alan. Today we're looking at the entire Matrix franchise, as uh, starting with the original trilogy in Total Recall, and then reviewing the Matrix Resurrections, which is now on theaters and on HBO Max.
0: And to top it all off, we're sharing our thoughts on the number one movie on Netflix right now, Adam McKay's Don't Look Up. So as you already know, this is a very special episode because it's our Matrix Marathon episode. First, we're going to start out with Total Recall and talk about the original Matrix trilogy. Let me start by saying that there was an era in my life, I was like 12, where I got into all of these sci-fi movies like The Terminator, The Matrix, Uh, Jurassic Park and the Matrix was one that stood out for me not just as sci-fi But as a movie ever since then and I've watched it every couple years again because it's one of my favorite movies And yeah, it's genius. It has some of the best action of all time It's got some great ideas and great characters like Morpheus is the iconic mentor You got the blue pill red pill scene
1: you take the blue pill the story ends you wake up in your bed and believe whatever you want to believe. You take the red pill. You stay in Wonderland, and I show you how deep the rabbit hole goes. Uh, I also have I have a weirder relationship, I think, with you, uh, like unlike you, with the Matrix, because I watched it like once when I was a kid, and I haven't rewatched it since. And I rewatched it for the first time uh, last month in preparations for Resurrection. Uh, but I have, I had never watched the second and the third one. So I watched the three of them like in a row, like in the span of a week or something Yeah, what happened
0: with me is I had seen the first one a bunch of times. And then last year, I finally watched the trilogy in like a couple of days because I was afraid to watch two and three because I heard iffy things about them.
1: Yeah, I honestly just watched it because we were talking about it, uh, because I heard mixed things. But I actually enjoyed it enough, the... The second two, like um, like the second and the third one. the But the first one, like you said, the first one is damn iconic. Uh, Keanu Reeves is an amazing action star in it. Uh, Laurence Fishburne is so good as Morpheus. Carrie Ann Moss is great as Trinity. She's giving a, a lot to do in an era that still wasn't that great to female characters. And yeah. she has a great part in it.
0: There started to be a transition with Ripley in Alien and Sarah Connor in The Terminator. Exactly. And then Trinity here. And now we have a much more... Yeah,
1: because for most of the movie, she's way more badass than Keanu. She's better at him than this. And that's really good, really cool to see, especially from a movie from 1999. One of the most amazing villain castings of all time with Hugo Weaving as Agent Smith. Uh, yeah. Amazing.
0: I love his... Hello, Mr. Anderson. Like, he's so menacing in those movies.
1: Yeah, he is. I
0: Let me ask, what do you think about Keanu Reeves' acting in the original?
1: In the original, he's good. Um, I think he's a good enough actor if you give him the right script.
0: I think he has a very specific way of acting. A specific style of acting. Like it's kind of cheese in a way, but it works in his favor too. Like When he's like, whoa. It does work in his favor sometimes, like in this, the first one, and, and in Bill and Ted, Ted yeah. and Point Break even, and Speed. He's a good action star for sure. And But I feel like, uh, before John Wick, I think John Wick is an actual great performance, but sometimes... Uh, He benefited more from having a great personality
1: than like being a genuine, amazing actor. Exactly.
0: But I still am a fan of
1: his, a big fan of his. Same, same, definitely. And the fact that he still does how he stands at 57, that's amazing.
0: What do you think about the love story also?
1: I like the love story, like, um, as it were. Again, not talking about the fourth one here.
0: (laughs) Oh, but I think it got really cheesy actually in the the second second one. Yeah, the second one Because he has to to choose either. Destroy the matrix or save her. It's so confusing once they get into two and three There's so much exposition and that's why I like two and three so much less is they take away the simplicity for all this exposition and all these twists and That's the main thing that bothered me.
1: Yeah, uh, it bothered me a lot as well, but like I think they had a lot of like Good traits to overweight that like everything else that they did like action wise kind of balanced it out for me where like the cheesiness of the love story like didn't bother me as much and like all the exposition like i love i love i know you didn't like him um but i love the um, the merovingian the merovingian i thought this performance was so fun and like uh lambert wilson played it beautifully in my opinion like he's just a dick <laughs> and like a billionaire dick and like You know, he knows he's in the Matrix and he doesn't care because he's rich in the Matrix.
0: This might be controversial, but I actually think in the sequels, at least, some of the stuff in the real world is more interesting than the stuff inside the Matrix. Like the robot fight in the Matrix Revolutions is the best part of two and three.
1: See for me I have the opposite opinion on that. Like I thought I that was better hated than everything that was outside the matrix. Like especially the big robot fights. I was like okay, what am I in 2010? I actually thought like, that was uh, better than uh
0: than the Neo versus Agent Smith at the end of Revolutions. Cuz when they were flying around, they got a little too dumb for me.
1: It it got a little dumb, but it was like you can see what they were going for and I think like it was more like unique than just like dumb robots like shooting at each other. Like you know what I mean? Like uh, and then they stop kind of miraculously because news. Yeah, in that's the dumb. And um, I like the idea of I forgot the name of the city. Zion. Zion. St- stupid name. I actually think it's um, a cool name. That I, I like, disagree with you. On <laughs> I that. like the idea of Zion, but I think it was a bit poorly executed, like in the sense that like Morpheus is this big hero, which in my opinion doesn't make a lot of sense, and like. He's giving this big speech. I don't know if it was green screen or what was happening there, but like it's this really shitty like bunch of people like watching him.
0: Well, and Jada a- Pinkett Smith was really good, though.
1: She was, um, like, she was this part of the the um, the city that I liked the most. But again, she didn't stay in the city. She also went in the adventure. To the so Matrix. like, so like my point is like the city sucks. <laughs> So my, yeah, my point is, good-ish trilogy, amazing first movie. I'm gonna watch that movie probably every year from now on.
0: Oh yeah, I've already been doing that. They have the whole bullet dodging sequence and she's like, dodge this, and then shoots the guy in the head. I love that scene. Dodge this. And I feel like even though there's the second and third ones, it also does stand well on its own. Don't you think?
1: I agree. So let's talk about Kenny content, shall we, Gal? So, uh, Don't Look Up was written and directed by Adam McKay. It's been viewed as an Oscar contender for some time now. There's a comet headed directly towards Earth. Do you know how many the world is ending meetings we've had over the last two years? Drought, famine, Oh in the ozone is so boring. But not without criticism, the Rotten Tomatoes scores on this is not are not good. A lot of the critics bashed the movie. And I've heard personally a lot of people that watched it didn't like it. So what's your take on it?
0: All right. Yeah, the movie has like 55% on Rotten Tomatoes, but it's still being nominated for all the awards. And it was viewed 152 million hours, which was a record for the first week of a Netflix original. I personally really liked the movie, actually, and I talked to my family and most of my friends who saw it, and they all really liked it, too. I get why the critics thought it was a little too unsubtle, but I actually really enjoyed it, and I thought the humor and the satire worked really well off each other.
1: Yeah, the same for me. Like, uh, I believe it was supposed to be on the nose. Like, That was the whole thing of this movie. Uh, It was supposed to be dead, dead in your face. Of course, you're not gonna show this to your, to your extreme right wing grandfather. Oh my god! And he's all, all of a sudden are gonna be like, "Oh, Adam McKay, opened my eyes. Now I believe <laughs> in vaccines or some shit." The goal is just to throw it in our fra- in our faces. The horrible media-consuming society we become. And I get it. It get it. It's point across, even though it is a little bit on the nose.
0: The cast is crazy big, and Leo is really good. Uh, Meryl Streep and Kate Blanchett, Jennifer Lawrence, are all hilarious. Jonah Hill. Who am I missing here? Timothy Chalamet shows up at the very end. He's yeah. He's good. He's fun in this movie. I definitely think it's a step up from Vice, even though the editing here still annoyed me. But it was much better than in the last movie he did.
1: Yeah, the editing, I think, annoys everyone at this point. And it's it's getting annoying. I don't know what happened because, like, the editing wasn't that bad on... Um, the big short. On the big short. I love the editing on the big short. Yeah, Like, the cutaways made sense. Like, you had, like, some crazy cutaways, like uh, Margot Robbie in a tub or something like that. Yeah. Like, it's still, like, pretty out there, but, like... Not as dumb as like random butterflies like it happened sometimes in this one.
0: Yeah, that was just way too much.
1: And uh, th- this kind of shit happened a lot in Vice as well. And I did not like Vice. But this one works. This, in my opinion, worked. And uh, like you said, the actors were amazing. Uh, Leonardo DiCaprio is really good at doing something very different than what we used to seeing him do. And same with Jennifer Lawrence, actually. How big is this thing, though? And I can't destroy my ex-wife's house? Is that possible? (laughs) There's a 100% chance that we're all going to die! Hey!
2: Hey! hey. Well, the handsome astronomer can come back anytime, but the yelling lady, Mm,
1: not so much. much. Let's talk about, like, the Oscar chance of this movie, because we both liked it enough, I guess, Uh, but it wasn't either one of us, like favorite movie of the year of anything it might show up in my top 10 i don't know Uh, i don't know
0: i think i think it will get nominated for best picture it's shown up in the like the critic boards top 10s the golden globes the critics choice awards so far for best picture despite the negative reviews this also happened with vice which had like mixed reviews but then like the The guilds really liked it. And I think the same is probably going to happen here.
1: And I would say maybe screenplay. And then I think you're going to get something for Leo and Jen, maybe. Leo and and Jennifer. Jennifer Lawrence, I don't know. Leo, I
0: think, has a better chance.
1: But neither of them are going to win. That's for sure. That's for sure. The only shot I think this movie maybe has is original screenplay. And that's it. At like winning something.
0: Okay, sure. I think it'll probably get nominated for original screenplay, but still, I think.
1: I don't think it'll win.
0: I don't think it'll win because also I'm... Adam McKay won that pretty recently for adapted screenplay.
1: Exactly. But like, my point is, it's just like that's the only win that I can see maybe 1% chance happening. It's not going to win anything else.
0: I don't know if Jennifer Lawrence is getting nominated just because I would love it, but it's just really crowded. I was looking at yeah. this yesterday. Like,. Uh, Kristen Stewart, Olivia Coleman, uh, Rachel Zegler for West Side Story, Nicole Kidman. Like, there's a lot of people who are already more front runners than her.
1: Yeah, I agree with that. Okay, guys. So for our next segment, we're gonna talk about the new movie this week, and we're gonna talk about Matrix Resurrections. After all these years, to be going back to where it all started, back to the Matrix. And we have a really special guest tonight. We're going to be talking to our philosophy professor. I know that's not exactly what you teach, but basically. uh, Moti, Moti, how are you?
2: I'm doing good. Thanks uh, for inviting me to your uh, esteemed uh, podcast.
0: Yeah, it's so much fun. The Matrix always comes up in our class, so I feel like it's perfect that we're talking about the new one with you.
2: Uh, I think what's amazing about the first one was uh, that it really got people to think about uh, concepts that were really new and uh, the first one came out in uh, 1999, if I remember correctly. Um, yeah. '99 was um, uh, a really interesting period because everybody were obsessed with uh, the year 2000 and uh, the above 2000 and you know that, uh, that uh, the world is going to come to an end. The computers are going to crash, and uh, you know there's going to be a meltdown. The the nuclear uh, missiles are going to launch themselves, or whatever. People were really like it, it. was like the end of the world, uh, um, feeling. And uh, Fight Club was also uh, was also released in '99, and uh, The Matrix was just a, a perfect, like the perfect movie in the in the in the perfect timing. It was about the idea that our reality is completely different than than uh, than the actual reality. Uh, that uh, we, we were trapped in this sort of like a you know part dream, part virtual world. We're talking about '99, so it was way before you know the virtual world that we know now in VR and all that. So it was revolutionary and brilliant in that sense. And um, a lot has happened since then.
1: Yeah, I feel and, like,
2: and,
1: and yeah, I feel like uh, it's just not a new, that that new of a concept anymore, right?
2: Uh, definitely, definitely, it's uh, like I'm watching the. I, I don't know if we're supposed to, uh, you know, if it's spoiler-free uh, podcast or not, but uh, I, just, uh, I, I just I just want to start with talking about the visual, the visuals of this world, uh, the visuals of the, the movie, and I have to say that it's pretty similar to the original movies which is a really uh, big downside, if you ask me, because, you know, so many things have changed. We're talking about 20 years. You know, CGI, the special effects have advanced so much, and you don't see that in the movie. It's just, it seems like it was released in, I don't know, 2004 or so, and that's that's not good. That's not good.
0: I think it's, like, them trying to lean into the nostalgia element and, and like, pay tribute to the original, but I thought the effects... In the, in the real world, like the robot world were cool, but the effects inside the Matrix, like the action scenes, were a huge downgrade.
2: Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. I totally agree. And we're, we're, um, the nostalgia aspect of this movie is sort of like, like that's the one thing. That is like, that's what they did. They wanted to play on that uh, sentiment uh, throughout the entire movie. That was like the thing. Uh, but you know i don't know i've, I've watched uh, uh Doctor Strange the first one the uh the other day with my girl, and just the first i don't know if you 've seen it, but just the first scene where you know where the buildings change and you know it's like three d and then it goes it's just simply amazing and you see the matrix and there's none there's nothing there's nothing like it and so it's that was really um disappointing
1: yeah I agree and also something that annoyed me a lot is the when they were on The Matrix, it didn't seem like they were on The Matrix. Does that make sense? Like, it seemed like you were just shooting a movie, like, nowadays, and that's it. Does that make sense? Like, it didn't feel visually like I was in The Matrix. Like, mm-hmm. um, I remember the old ones had, like, a distinct green tone. Like the green tent, yeah. And it was, like, so cool. And uh, it, this one was kind of like nothing, <laughs> like you Yeah, said.
2: yeah, yeah. It's, uh, yeah, I totally agree. Like, the... the the color palette was, was you know, it was mostly brown and uh, there was nothing like very exciting in terms of the, um, you know, the, the colors, the effect, the sound was really not like it was mostly, you know, taken from the original movie. The, 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 the rest of it wasn't uh, like the, the, the newly written uh, music wasn't that interesting or added anything. Like I can't remember any tune that, um, you know, played in my head after I've watched it. Um, um, but, but I, I, I totally agree. And I think what is look, I've, I've, I got myself, uh, well, I was preparing for this, uh, talk and I, um, and I Googled how old is Keanu Reeves? I was like, I not I've got no idea. And it turns out that he's 57. What? Yep. That's, that's the the exact, uh, that's what I thought. He's 57, and you, and when I thought about that, and I was like, well, this makes sense because a lot of the fighting scenes were it felt like it, it was it was actually filmed in slow motion, and they try to speed it up so it would look like this is like this is actually happening, but actually it's not physically. He wasn't uh, um, capable of performing the
1: same, Which you is- know. So weird, because he does the, all the stunts in movies. Yeah, Week. I was
0: going to say, doesn't he still do his own stunts in movies?
1: As far as I know,
2: I don't know. This is, but, but, you know, we're watching it. Look, all, the, all the fight scenes were, were super slow motion, not in a good way, all right? And I'll, I'll tell you one more thing. When when the first matrix came out, there was that bullet time, um... Um, effect uh, uh, special effect which was simply amazing that scene you know and he leans back with the bullets you know uh, um, and he's uh, avoiding the bullets and um, that was simply amazing that was a big wow factor and um, uh, you watch the new one and there's nothing new it's everything is sort of like you know homage or nostalgic but there's nothing new they didn't bring anything new to the um to the to the, to the new one to the new movie uh there's nothing new in terms of uh like a, like a i don't know like a, a sequence or a, or or a specific scene like i i watched a movie like a few days ago I barely remember anything that was like something like amazing
1: yeah uh-huh. like I feel like the fi- like you said the fights got really downgraded because uh it was the the fights were so small i it, they just felt so small and so insignificant as well mm-hmm, mm-hmm, because I, mm-hmm. I, I, we also watched like in preparation like the the whole first trilogy right it looked amazing for 2003
2: it looked amazing and in the second matrix there's this scene where they're in the um, in the trucks and they're jumping the highway the scene truck, the highway I scene remember was, that wow. and even if you don't you were you were like even if you didn't like the movie, or the second well, second one was not as good as the first one, obviously, but you would you would watch it with the uh, with uh, the twins, right? There was the twin. Uh, you watch that scene, and you're like, wow, that is simply amazing. And then you watch the third one. All right, so there's those those, those uh, cute robots, and uh, there's a, a, you know a couple more scenes, but there's nothing like memorable, which is uh, which is a bummer. Now I think that it has something to do. Uh, when I thought about it, I, I think it has something to do with uh, three issues that were the, the, the mo- most problematic Iss- issues. Not a lot of spoilers, though. Uh, the first one is uh, Keanu Reeves's uh, uh, acting. Uh, I mean, he he's never he was never considered a good actor, but there's like a combination of his age and the the you know the, the state that he's supposed to be in. Which is it really he bored me like the entire movie. I was like, okay, uh, you, you're not saying anything interesting. You're not saying anything clever because you you watch The Matrix because you want to see a movie that gets you to think, that gets you to question things, that gets you to um, so like you know have a new perspective on things. At least that's the the, the, the first one. But the fourth one is you know you watch it and you, you're um, you get reassured for something that you already knew. Okay, the power of love, right? Exactly. The, as, as, as you know, it's a, as if it was a Disney movie.
1: I think Princess, also what, Princess, they were, uh, what they were they were trying to like that. sort of like push was like this narrative of like how nostalgia influences our world now, and like how everything is a redo but that, the, mm-hmm. but that, that doesn't just,
0: make the redo okay yeah
1: exactly that just fell really flat because like you're still doing a redo so like uh, what's mm-hmm. the you know i know
2: reference to the blue pill and the red pill again oh come on guys uh, we, we've seen that 20 years ago we yeah yeah
0: we, we know we're it's all too much.
2: Taking... on one hand there is the um a part of the of the movie that is so sort of like okay people have seen all the movies they know what's going on we're going to make something new we're going to look at it from a critical perspective and uh, we're not going to be, going to give them the same thing we're 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 um, self-aware and and you you feel that from, from time to time like you know like turning the matrix into a video game or 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 uh, talking about sequels are a bad idea but on the other hand they constantly take themselves serious
0: It kept criticizing the same thing it was doing and kept doing it, which wasn't helping.
2: Exactly, that is the point. They kept doing it while... And again, they kept doing it and then... They criticized it and then they did it again. Yeah. So we're like, okay, but we don't, we don't believe you.
1: Exactly, because
2: you're, <laughs> if you're you, doing it again and again and again, if
1: you <laughs> set out to do the same thing again. Some franchises have had success of that. You can make it with like interesting characters, like throw some character development, like, like, uh, you know, like Home
0: Alone 2, or... or
1: like yeah, like Home Alone 2, <laughs> or like the new like. Um, Star Wars like episode 7, I think he was 22 jump Street. They're even it, aware
0: of it exactly. and it works
1: It's the same <laughs> thing, but they know they're the same thing and like they're not Criticizing it. They're like that's what you guys want and that's what you have and they try to make it like as quality as That allows them
0: after Star Wars the Force Awakens There was this new trend of like the sequel decades later with the same cast like Halloween <laughs> 2018 or mm-hmm. Terminator Dark Fate with Linda Hamilton and Arnold Schwarzenegger again. Mm-hmm. And now this
2: one.
1: And it's and, really and a 50-50 of whether or not exactly. it falls on the Exactly. Whether your stupid it's going to be embarrassing or brilliant. <laughs> I totally agree. I totally agree.
2: Yeah. And I I don't I, I, I haven't seen it but there's uh, I know that there's uh um, Blade Runner had a new, uh, no, new that, was, yeah, that, that was
0: one was brilliant. amazing. I actually think it's better it than was? the first. Yeah, I, I also haven't, think haven't, it's haven't... better
1: than the
2: first.
0: You
1: should watch it. Yeah.
2: Okay. So I, I, uh, I will, I, st- I, think
1: I started and I, I don't know why, but I stopped. It is not, honestly not also the most breathtakingly visually beautiful film I've ever seen. Like this, wow. sci- especially that as I think a is, sci-fi movie. That I think
0: is the exception to the rule where it tops the original.
1: This is allegedly from the same brain that created the matrix I'm putting allegedly out there because I still don't believe it uh, but like you came up with that and that was brilliant you can make you can make you can come up with something I honestly good again. don't
0: think they've made a great movie since the first matrix like Jupiter mm-hmm. Ascending sucked Speed Racer I hated and the last mm-hmm. two of the first trilogy are fine Whatever.
2: Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh, even as, okay, I know what everybody's complaining, it's fine to just, you know, read about it and that, that's good enough.
1: There's no reason to actually watch. Yeah, watch a comedy and, video and about it, hear people talking shit about it. Watch the it, Ending that's...
0: Explained video and you'll understand it much quicker than I could have by watching the movie.
1: <laughs> and true. you wouldn't that's lose true. two and a half hours of your life. That's Dude, so n- precious. N- n- you know, uh, um... I just think
0: it's a very specific tone and... And concept that only works, not in the 2010s, like in the 90s, and Mm -hmm. and done for the first time. Like there was Free Guy with Ryan Reynolds that just came out, and it was partially inspired by the first Matrix. And now they're doing (laughs) that concept again, so much better. They're doing that again only a couple months later, but duller Mm -hmm. than Free Guy. So it's not new anymore.
2: Have you seen Free Guy? Uh, Yeah, when he's stuck in a video. I've seen the trailer. My girl said it was funny. That's what I remember. I haven't
1: seen it. I think you would like it, like not again to pay to go to the movies, but like to just watch it at home if you're gross, like randomly, Uh like in a move, do a movie night or whatever, like some popcorn. It's a really, it's it's a Matrix, like it's everything that Matrix Four try to do, but better and new.
0: And also didn't uh-huh. take itself that seriously. It was it's fun and playful. Yeah,
2: that's very, that's very important. That's very important because if you're if you're taking yourself seriously, and that was already done in The Matrix, what are you? What what is there? Like what's new about it, right?
0: So our <laughs> consensus on The Matrix Resurrections is that you should watch Free Guy.
1: Exactly. <laughs> I <laughs> think that's like the conclusion. <laughs> All right. Thank you so much, Moti. Uh, thank we you. Had a good time. We would love to have you again someday to talk this about was a another, lot of fun. Another Sure, sure. Another classic it. movie, but like let's talk about a good one next time, shall oh, we? A good one. <laughs> another classic
2: movie ruined. Yeah, but no, let's talk about good ones.
1: Again, thank you so much and um be kind on our assignments.
2: Yes. Uh, <laughs> no problem. And thank you for having me. And uh talk yeah, we'll with all your assignments.
0: Thank you, thank you. Thank you.
1: uh that was great talking about the matrix with you thank you moti so much for joining us
0: amazing talk thank you so much moti
1: we're definitely gonna have moti again sometime soon he's still he's still our teacher for another semester he didn't get rid of us that easy he couldn't get rid of us that easily and uh yeah let's uh let's sign off i'm alan i'm Gall. see you guys next week
0: see ya